What's happening, everybody? And welcome to this is I almost forgot the name Showtime Forum Post Game. Showtime, and look who's right next to me. Hey, the, the person that actually the best person to possibly <laughs> have to lead off of a show. Ramona Shelburne. Hey, hey thank you is so this much what for you doing do every it. Night, yeah, this is what I do every single night. I sit here this and, and I talk to people. Yeah, well, I, NBA 2K. I, I'm on NBA 2K right now. That's what <laughs> you know. What the Instagram. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm trying something Instagram. It's mostly Momo anyway. Right. That's what everybody wants to see is Momo. But we are here to. This say, is super weird because like we're on a little bit of a delay. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, you're, well, you got you got me over here. This is what I do. Look, I got I got a Periscope feed. I have okay. a YouTube feed. Oh my god! I have god. an Instagram feed, and if I, I want to like switch, I'm at like Best hold on. Buy. There's another one. I have a I have a Twitch feed too. Oh my this god! Is, this is what we do every night. It's look, like it's like a you know in Best Buy when there's like 12 TVs and they're all like a, like one second behind. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's like what's four happening? Screens. See, the best way to do it is look at this one right here. Okay. And that one is right as I'm talking. All right, as got it. Talking. Okay. So that's it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the what only thing that I leave this up here for is to read people's comments because oh, that's right, what yeah, this yeah. is all about. Showtime yeah. Forum post game is all about what people want, and they're going to want to talk to you. Okay. Because you have to leave us in about 15 minutes. Yeah, is little man's right? got to go to sleep. But, yeah. You know. We're going to see you actually. But you'll see, see you at the beginning and then the end. We're going to get a little bit of Daniel, <laughs> and then we'll get a little bit of us, just the you and I back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, back and forth. But Ramona will be here. So I got, let's say, SoCal09 okay. here for Mama Momo and you too, Greg. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And you too, okay. Greg. Uh, congratulations, Greg and Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ramona is all class from the Toy Man one. Yeah, all right, she, all right. Absolutely. All right, ask me questions, people. What do you got? She's got 15 minutes. So we're, I'll get into everything that happened with Lakers Raw. I'll get into everything that happened with Dodgers Nation. But right now is all about Ramona time. So let's get into what you want Ramona to ask or to want Ramona to answer. And we can just start off with what are we actually watching with the Lakers right now? What is the point? Auditions. Yeah, audition. Well, is it yeah. auditions? Because you're so. seeing Caruso and you're seeing, like, you know, who well, else? Well, I think you know that Caruso, you, you kind of know what Caruso is, right? Right. I mean, he's a really solid player from the G League who comes up and can give them some solid mo some solid minutes. I've actually always thought that he could do more. Um, he has, like, Della Vadova-type qualities right. to him. Um, so if they needed an extra point guard in a pinch, they can, you can call him up. He's already proven he can sort of fill in in that way. But I, I think this is this is time for guys like Kuzma um, to, to really, you know, that's your time to shine, right? right. Um, KCP, mm, he's a... At the end of his contract, he had a nice game tonight. He but, did have a nice game tonight, but, but does uh, that matter? <laughs> yeah, he's been on one-year deals successively, so he's sort of auditioning for whatever job he has next. He might still be with the Lakers. Okay, so might with, not. With the with the lineups, you talked about Caruso yeah. already being up here, and he's you mm -hmm. can understand what, why was he not brought up as soon as Lonzo got hurt? I don't know. That's, I, I think mean, that's, that's a weird would... question, right? right. Um, and I know there was some question about. Um, you know, obviously they would have Brandon Ingram handle the ball a lot. They would have LeBron handle the ball a lot. Right. Um, so there was this idea that you could sort of fill this from within without having to promote someone from the G League. Right. What? I mean, you're seeing what you're seeing from Rondo. Rondo is a yeah. negative player on the floor. He's a bad yeah. defensive player. And what's what's really weird, um, at least on my end and, and just sort of watching the team and, and in a Laker, you know, as we cover the team, right? Um, it always seems like there's this – they don't really like when, when they announce initial injuries. There's sort of like an unrealistic expectation of how um, of how long people are really going to be out. I mean, we you know Ohm Youngmusek who covers the who covers the Lakers on the road all the time for yeah. us. And at home, we were kind of going through and charting like when the Lakers would put out a release on how long LeBron would be out and how long Lonzo Ball would be out and stuff like that. Right. Um, how long they actually ended up being out. And most teams usually will overestimate that. But the Lakers, this since the Rob Polinka, Magic Johnson era have every started, time. every single time they're really underestimating that. Right. And we can't really get a good read on why they do that, except that it just seems to be um, Rob is a guy who tends to want to say less, right? And there's a overly optimistic um, take on injuries and so it's a it's a strange thing as a media person covering them because i'm almost used to everything being like Over. oh six to eight weeks and then they come back four weeks later right so you were talking about it on the radio today yeah. it was like they're over promising and under yeah. and under delivering which is not what you want to yeah, do like for you example, do the opposite for example yeah. um the day that lonzo was shut down yes right um lonzo had a doctor's appointment that day um with the team doctors i think it was a it was a three o'clock doctor's appointment for a five thirty game. Right. And at that meeting, it was already kind of a foregone conclusion that he was going to be shut down. But it was like the doctors wanted to take one more look at him, and he had an ankle injury that 
it was pretty severe. It was a grade three sprain. Right. And that's not a. That grade three is, like I mean, it's reasonable. It goes one, two, three. It's like that's it's a like higher. The, that's the one. Yeah. So the Lakers were out of contention. Lonzo really wasn't close. All he had been doing is kind of like walking around on the court. And, you know, not, he yeah. wasn't really running or jumping. Not hitting, I mean, not yeah. shooting, not, not getting in contact. Yeah. So it was sort of this acknowledgement, like, this is, there's no reason to come back, even if he could come back. And, I, and he probably couldn't come back anyway. And so the they have yeah, they have the appointment at three. Everyone in the room agreed that he wasn't gonna play anymore this year. And this <laughs> they still you know, never said that. Right. So so Rob Blink was in the room. I know the Lakers media medical staff was there. Uh, Lonzo's agent was there. Lonzo was there, obviously. All these people were there. They all agreed on that. And yet and so then the story comes out, I think Ohm and Sham Sharania and uh, Tanya, they all Tanya Ganguly from the Times all right. have a story saying that he's out. But like three hours later, after the game, the Lakers put out an official statement that says he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. And I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I, I nobody has has given us a good explanation. Now, me being a reporter, I assume it probably has something to do with the idea that um, in the league you have to show that you're making a good faith. You can't just say you're shut down for the rest of the year because we're out of playoff contention. But if he's really shut down, it's okay. Yeah, to... but there's there, he can't come back yet. He he's too hurt. He's, right. There's not enough time. There's nothing. So for even him. if they were in playoff contention, maybe if they were in playoff contention, they wouldn't. Um, they would continue to try to get him back. Right, but they're too but far out of it and been too far. And, and it almost had nothing to do with them being out of it. He just literally physically cannot come back. Yet. So do you think that, and I don't know how far you can go with this, yeah. how much of this is the front office just not not being truthful with any in any sense? Well, I wouldn't go that far. Um, I would say um, I don't think it's not truthful. I just think there's a sort of way of how you deal with injury news where you can say you can be very specific you can talk about how far, you know, you can talk about um, it's a specific timeline. Like, usually doctors will say low end, four weeks, high end, eight weeks. Right. So the Lakers just try to be as nonspecific as possible all the time. Right. And that is definitely is a Rob Is this inexperience then? No, I wouldn't say he's inexperienced. I think that's just a Rob Polinka decision. Okay. All right. And, you know, the, all indications that I have are is it's, that's coming from Rob. Right. And that's the way he likes to play everything. Fine, but then you keep getting into these situations where, like, literally three hours after everyone was reported, he's they've a, there's an agreement that he's not going to play the rest of the year. You have a strange press release come out like that. Yeah, it's very strange. Let's go to yeah. some of the questions yeah, go. here. We got uh, this is from this toy man. One says, okay. did the Lakers ownership cut back on the staffing the training or cut back on the staffing the training staff this season? So that's a little bit of a, um, but like. They have, they, have, they have their training staff. Yeah. So how much of this injuries that we're seeing are on the training staff? LeBron has the worst injury of his career. Lonzo is injured mm -hmm. for longer than they're saying. Uh, Kuzma was injured for a little bit. Ingram was injured for a little bit. Uh, we had Rondo was injured for a long time as well. Is that on the training staff? Is well, I mean, that... Rondo broke his hand twice. Right. So, so uh, Rondo is maybe not And so he's much. had surgery both times, and Rondo's the one guy – who seems to come back faster than the projection? <laughs> so he's which he's, is the oldest guy, right? Yeah, he's yeah. old, but he's also really trying to prove himself, and he right. really wants to stay here um, long term. So he does want to stay here. Yeah, long term. I, I think he really likes. Would it you here. bring him back next year? Oh, I don't think you can commit to that before you know what's like, happening. What's this happening with everybody else? Yeah, yeah with the I other free agents. But um, you know, the ones that I think uh, the LeBron injury—that was a weird one, right? Yeah, I mean, I you know it was a groin injury, and that's why he's out today. He was out yeah. again today because of the groin injury. So right, and so I think that um, you know that that was a I, I think that was kind of underplayed. And either you know when he first went out, I don't think we got a real specific time frame on that, but no one really conditioned people to talk about it that way. And so the you know n we haven't really gotten an answer on whether or not he was always going to be out this long, or whether there was some kind of setback midway through. Right. Uh, it seems like there was a setback based on the way that was initially reported. Right, because he was supposed to be back so much faster right. and like in a time when they really needed yeah. him to come back. Although some of that could be in a failure in the initial reporting, in the initial discussion of it. Um, right, which is always I, difficult. Correct. Yeah. And so that's where I, you know, I, I think that sometimes it's on the reporters to get more, and sometimes it's on the on the team or the player to disclose a bit more. Yeah. 
All right, let's see. Uh, Laker facts. Why not withhold info to throw opponents off? That's. I mean, I guess that's one way to. to yeah, do I mean, things. there's a lot of franchises that do that. Yes. There's a lot I'm, of franchises. The Spurs are a team that. Would yeah, that just do they that. don't want to tell you anything. Right. Because you're given anything you say, then it can be used against you. Right. right? You know, say 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 as little as possible. Right. But I think when you talk about these injury updates, it is when you have a team that has so many injuries. You know, that, that's hard. And, you know, especially with Lonzo, I don't think it's done Lonzo any favors because he constantly takes longer to come back than it seems like he's initially going to take. Yeah. And so then it makes him seem like, why are you taking so long? Okay, so what would you say to – because I get this from my brother. I get yeah. this on the comments. I get this from a lot of people, and they always ask me the same thing. Which is, is Lonzo injury-prone? Yeah, I would think you, he is. You think he is a, a legitimate oh, yeah. I mean, injury-prone player? Right now, so far. I mean, and, and it's it hard to say so that. It happens so much when you're younger and when you're like, – <laughs> Building three ankle injuries this year. Correct. Yeah. Well, which is, and that's what it's always been has been the ankle, just like Steph Curry. Not, I'm not saying he is Steph Curry in any yeah. sense, but that was the, in, that was the injuries that he had. A lot of it's, he's I mean, never you do really kind of have to look healthy. at his shoes, right? Right. Well, his shoes are a big problem. And that was a lot of, <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there of why he actually does that, but mm-hmm. that's a problem. He needs to go to another shoe company and that's just kind of how well, it is. Well, it's up to him. But it's up to him. It is his choice, but you know, he's got to feel comfortable in what he's playing in, but um, but I think that with, with Lonzo, it's like, yeah, he's had a lot of injuries and, and he's taken a while to come back from injuries. And the situation over the summer was really a strange thing where, um, we, it was just really hard to get accurate information about where things stood and why it was taking so long for him to come back. Right. Why did he wait to have surgery? Um, you know, and I know teams in the off season can't disclose quite as much about players because, there's no game that they have to disclose so the player then has to give permission either way it was kind of a mess this summer yeah. in terms of his injury reporting and where things ended up because so, we we got to a spot where both off seasons that Lonzo's been a Laker he's been injured yes and he, he hasn't was, been able to play he was injured at UCLA he was injured when he was in high school he's he's been injured for most of his career how much of it is getting into an NBA body though because I think that, a lot of it that, that is that's it right because that's yeah. what a lot of guys are injured very early on the game's faster the game's yeah. stronger the game mm-hmm. you have to be it's a longer period of time yeah. you need to be in an NBA type body he got mm-hmm. bigger over the offseason and now in his training and he's trying to be that guy but he's just not ready yet it seems like mm-hmm. it seems like he's a guy that's going to take a couple of years to really be in the body that he needs to be in and it's not that uncommon, honestly, in the NBA. No. Like, I think that usually by the end of year three, you feel like, all right, they're starting to get their man muscles, right? right. Like, they're not, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. 21 anymore, and you can yeah. start making Giannis. real assessments. Yeah, Giannis. But but even, like, Giannis is even, he's much farther along than that. He was, right. what, 2013 draft? Right. So this yeah, is like year six. And now he's an MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> if you would have looked at him at year three, you could probably see enough after year three to say, oh, this guy's going to be really good. Right. But the years one be, and two, you were like, like yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think he's going to be good, but it could go either way. You didn't expect him to be this guy. So yeah. I think, yeah, we got to give these guys a little bit more time. Like Brandon Ingram, yeah. too. Real skinny guy. He's going to yeah. get bigger. And, and they were really young when they came out. Right. Like, right. The, you know, first one year at UCLA, one year, you know, with, with Brandon, one year in college. Like, these were really young guys. And so it takes a little while for them to get their you – know, they're man muscles, right? They're not boys anymore. They're men. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I think by year three, year four, you should have that's, a pretty good idea. That's when you know. It usually takes about five years. Yeah. You're right. So um, Shane K. Lee says, injury is aside, Luke did not keep this team together. Who does Momo think will get the head coaching job? And a lot of people are throwing mm-hmm. out there Doc Rivers. I don't know if you saw the report, but the Doc Rivers came out today and he said, I am not taking the job. I'm re-upping with the Clippers. I'm happy here with Steve Ballmer. I have not. So Doc Rivers off the table, not happening. Yeah, the Clippers had an option on Doc. Right. Um, he is under contract through 2021. It was the team option on that. Um, it always has been. And, you know, it was just a question of whether or not they're going to extend him, et cetera. I think you can hear Daniel in the back. I, can, I, I can hear They can't. I can. Do you want me to get him? Do you want me to have <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, someone's here? asking for him here. So while you're doing that, I'm going to answer a well, couple of these questions. We'll see if we and, get him from... and then maybe Daniel can actually tell us who he hey, thinks is going to get the Lakers hey, job. Hey, uh, let's see. So I'm going to answer some of the questions as fast as I can that are on here. Overall, here on YouTube, Lakers LN, do the Lakers do the Lakers fire Luke Walton? Yes, Lakers LN. He is. Go- they are going to fire Luke Walton. It's pretty much already said. Oh, he's crying. Poor guy. Uh, Shane, oh, screw that, Dodger Nation, Lakers on Team Greg. That's what I'm saying. Putting on some cream, making he him feel better. He hates the lotion. <laughs> he doesn't put the lotion. Yeah. I'm not going there with a baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Probably not the best place yeah. to go. All right, Donnie Ekbodi says, over-promising and under-delivering mm-hmm. kind of sounds like our front office. That being said, how much of the season falls on the front office? I say 70%. 
That sounds about right. About right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of so where do you put it? Okay, so if we're doing I, a blame pie. Hold on, let's close the door. <laughs> I go right ahead. Uh, Lonzo looks much stronger for you. I'm just answering some things while you're doing these things. Uh, but can Ingram, but can Ingram change his body the same way? Yeah, he can absolutely change his body. So yeah, he can get stronger and he can get better. Yes, um, but he can I think get he's always going to be skinny. Better. Yes, he's always going to be. He's always, he looks like Tayshawn Prince to me. Yeah, Tayshawn I mean, was always skinny. Do you think he's ever going to get to the size of Kevin Durant? That who he's always been kind of compared to. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Kevin's not. He's still pretty darn skinny. Yeah, he is exactly. But if you That's look at Kevin Durant now guy. versus Kevin Durant in oh, no, year he was two, a stick. yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't bench like a hundred pounds or yeah. whatever it was. People really forget. Out. People really miss that. In yeah. That you forget how little. Like, go look at videos of LeBron when he was a rookie. No, like, teeny. And look oh at him now. Gosh. Now yeah. he's just beasts. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Carlos Orozco uh, agree with Blake. It's kind of sad to be honest. Blake Sinclair zero cohesion in the Lakers from the top to the bottom of the organization. It is a problem. Top to the bottom of the organization, mm-hmm. and I'm talking from from front office management all the way down to training staff. There is an issue up all the way up and down. The front. I will I will reference the Golden State Warriors. Okay, okay great. Um, I think that what I've learned in covering the Warriors, I've covered them for since the whole Steve Kerr era began. Um, is that everybody really feels like they're on the same page. Like there really feels like there is a cohesion between the front office and the coaching staff, the training staff, even the PR staff. It feels like at every single level with the Warriors, you have a great person there. I mean, when you're winning, that kind of comes together, right? Yeah, and some of it's winning. I think that matters. I mean, people forget with Steve Kerr, he won right out of the gates. So he took over Mark Jackson, who was very popular with the players. Right. Um, and there was some question about, like, uh, who is this guy? One of the first things he does is he has Andre Iguodala come off the bench. It's right. a pretty big move, That's right? a huge move. Um, yeah. But they started winning. They won, like, a bunch of games right out of the, way, right out of the gates. Yep. And that really helps you put in your system. I actually think the Lakers were on that track last year. I mean, a lot of the – it felt like it felt like the young group was sort of coming together. It felt like yep. – um, I mean, they got uh, 35 wins. They're yeah. not going to get 35 wins this year. It doesn't seem like it, does no, it? No. Um, you know, it felt like things were kind of coming together. They were building a culture. They were sort of built from the ground up and everybody together. But um, it's, uh, you know, this year's a real it's a strange year. <laughs> it's, it's a, a strange year. Yeah. You know, you knew it was going to be weird with LeBron and Rondo and everybody coming into a young team that had the, the, the young guys were – the face of the franchise right and then all of a sudden it's like not anymore <laughs> right. thanks for playing you know right, who so wants that's... to be lebron's friend um <laughs> yeah, you know right. I mean, that's kind of what it felt like but i they never it would have all gone away if they won everything right. would have been fine if lebron and rondo and, and lonzo don't get hurt right around christmas and they would have started winning yeah well i mean that's to that point they beat up on the warriors mm. in golden state they were 20 and 14 yeah. i believe right around yeah. that point and so yeah they were winning and they were in the fourth fifth sixth yeah. seed somewhere around there yeah everything was kind of going smooth lebron went down it all it all fell yeah. apart and that's you know when you miss 18 and 19 games from your superstar you're going to yeah. be but then you look at other organizations where they lose their sur- superstar like boston who has yeah. a young core they lose kyrie irving for a long period of time they actually just played better yeah. They made it last year. They made it to the Western Con- or the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals. This year, they still stayed yeah. afloat. I mean, how how much of that is is Luke? How much of that is the guys, the veterans that kind of just shut themselves down after LeBron got hurt? Um, I think it's a lot. I, to be honest, like I, you know, some of it is on the players too. You have to, I think, you have to acknowledge that too. Yes. You know, you, when when all the when everybody got hurt for the Celtics last year, Jason Tatum became awesome right Jalen Brown Terry Rozier all those guys yep. really stepped up those young guys we haven't seen that from the Lakers guys well, we've I mean, seen flashes seen... of Ingram we've yeah. seen flashes of Cruz sure. we see a little here and there from Lonzo but he's just been hurt so much it's hard to say much anything anything right. he was playing the best ball of his career when he got hurt. yeah for yeah. for what a, a short time stretch. yeah yeah exactly you know yeah. you just haven't seen enough of any of these guys to say that I mean there's times when I think Kuzma's the guy you hang on to there's times when I think it's Ingram Ingram's situation just got so much more complicated now with this blood clot issue and the thoracic outlet syndrome right. issue. Apparently, it was very good. It was a good return on that, though, where they said that he's going to be fine and everything's going to be okay. Yeah, but that's the problem with how the Lakers have reported <laughs> on injuries. Right. Oh, oh, hey, you know what? That's a great point because they've been saying a lot of good things and we don't know what Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's oh, great. It's great. It's going to be know, back. So when you do that too many times and then it isn't actually fine, you know, it's hard to then put a lot of stock in that. 
All right. All right, how about this one right here? I got Icy Zoe says, is Lonzo the most valuable young player on the Lakers? So if you had to – let's rank them. Let's rank the – the young well, players. I would have said it's Ingram before what happened before with his blood clot. With his blood clot, okay. It's, that's just a scary thing that, it, you know, Just uh, put injuries aside, say. let's say who of your the four that you've watched this year, and I'm going to just – because obviously Zubac mm-hmm. is gone, but between Ingram, Zoe, Kuz, and Hart, rank the, the four of them. What, oh, for their entire career, what do you think their they're, they're ceiling uh, Ingram has the highest ceiling. Yes, highest ceiling. Then Kuzma. Kuzma. Yeah, I think I think Kuz has shown enough where you go, wow, okay. Lonzo, to me, is a really good player who is a good player on winning teams. Lonzo needs to be on a winning team. Yes. He is not a guy that's going to take over a game. He's not a guy that is going to go for 50 points no. or you know just light it up night in and night out. Um, but he is a guy that makes your team win. He's a guy that winning players like LeBron James like to play with because he just understands the game. He plays it the right way. He's a fantastic defender. I think that's the biggest takeaway I have from Lonzo's season is just – um, it's still a strange fit next to LeBron. They were starting to get better, but it's, mm, um, you know, I see a couple comments about Kuzma's shot has been off lately. I, I honestly been. think a lot of, um, um, I honestly think a lot of, of Kuzma and Hart towards the end of the year is just them being hurt. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm Hart's getting a text from my husband saying it's time for Daniel it's to time, go to bed. Okay, it's time I will come back by the end of this. I'm just going right. to go get him to go to sleep. Momo will we'll be back. back. And we are, yes, we are at Momo's house and we're putting <laughs> Daniel to bed now or Momo is putting Daniel to bed. So please stay here. She will be back. I'm just going to come in here. And this is going to take my opportunity to talk to you guys and tell you basically what happened and why you're now here on Showtime Forum instead of Lakers Raw. Um, because... I did not come to I, – I had a business partner when I was doing Lakers Raw. And with, with that came different challenges. And we had a different mindset. We had a different vision for what Lakers Raw and what's now Showtime Forum was supposed to be. Unfortunately, we couldn't come to agreement on how it was all supposed to work. We couldn't come to an agreement on basically who's going to have the control over what's going what. So basically, we just decided amicably – to split and do our own thing. So I, with my team, and I have to thank my team. My team was fantastic and awesome, and they kind of pushed me and said, hey, let's just start all over. Let's just start all over. They came up with the name Showtime Forum, and that's what you're here on now. You're now on Showtime Forum, which is, makes way more, much more sense. And I got here, Big Games James saying, I miss Lakers Raw. Lakers Raw is gone. This is the same thing. It was raw. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. K Bios, will the Lakers finally hire a shooting coach? I think that's something that is always a possibility. It seems like that Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson didn't want that to be a case, or maybe that was a Luke thing, but somebody said that they did not want to do that. They were pretty much happy with what they had, and I think it's kind of it's it's necessary at this point, and you're seeing it, but a lot of it is also because of who you have on the floor, right? You're, the guys that you have on the floor are not really producing in the way that they need to, especially shooting-wise. You're supposed to, Kuzma was supposed to become a great three-point shooter or a good three-point shooter. Josh Hart was supposed to be a three-and-D guy. Um, all these guys that Lonzo was supposedly getting his shot better, they just didn't add the shooters around that they needed, and eventually it took forever, but they got Reggie Bullock to be that shooter, and Reggie Bullock isn't really shooting all that well right now because he's not being used correctly. So a lot of that is, yes, it is because of... Um, that maybe maybe it's, that it's just the names, the people, the people that are out here more so than who was on the floor before. Uh, Dame Ovo, with reports that Nola won't do an AD tra- Nola won't do an AD trade with us. Will we go after other players via trade? If so, who? Beal, CJ, Griffin. Um, I think you're going to see a lot more. There, this is kind of where I've been trying to figure out what the best ways to do it is because you're not most likely the Lakers are not going to get some big time name right they're not going to be getting Kawhi most likely they're not going to be getting KD or um, they're not going to trade for AD those are and you're not going to get Clay Clay's obviously going to stay in um, in Golden State so you at this point who out there is worth the max contract that you have you know there's not they don't have that the name is just not there that is really important to have there and because of that, I think you've got to give go after guys with a little bit smaller names that just fit better, shooters that will go into the system better. I just it's 
maybe like Chris Middleton is going to get a, a huge is going to get a contract, but he's going to get it with Milwaukee. That's not that's not the guy that's going to be there. Maybe is it going to be Vucevic? But he's a shooter and he a pretty good shooter, and he's a big, so you can kind of it takes up two roles there for you, and he's kind of your stretch five. So, but he's going to want a big a big contract as well. But can you get him to go for a smaller contract? along with somebody else uh somebody else that's more of a shooter that's like a very very smaller lesser name like um like wayne ellington or something like that i don't know if that's the right call but that's still someone i got uh, k bios damn so we won't get anyone we're probably not going to get that big giant superstar that you want and that's going to be upsetting to a lot of people because this summer means a lot it means a lot to what's happening with um with the Lakers and with the front office because the front office talked about how they needed to make this year the big year, this summer. It was two summers, bringing LeBron the first summer and the second summer they got to bring in a second star. They were supposed to bring in Paul George, and that changed everything. We need to understand this. When they didn't sign Paul George, that changed everything for this Laker team from top to bottom. It cha- you were, Let's talk about coming into 2019 with – 2018-2019 with this team that you have here with all the young guys Kuz, Lonzo, Ingram, and uh, Hart and even Zubats at that time but LeBron and Paul George that's a much much better team it's so crazy but it's so much better uh let's see Shane Kaylee you should do your show at different people's houses like Michael Thompson, Mace, Ireland, Trudell I'm gonna do this every once in a while I like I luckily Momo was so nice enough to let me come to her house and she's here and she'll be back in here in just a few minutes after she puts down Daniel but I'm gonna do this more often I know George Shadano was in there he said that he would do it at some point I would probably have to go to him uh Bill Ryder's coming back into LA I'm gonna go to Bill Ryder's house at some time when he gets back because he agreed to that already and he's a buddy but these are all friends so it's nice Kevin Meteora on Instagram says on a scale of one to ten how detrimental would it be for both LeBron and a big name free agent if the Lakers front office were to tell the free agent that he's the number one option for the team instead of LeBron they're never going to say that because LeBron is always going to be that number one option no matter what we want at this point. And long as he's on the Lakers uniform for the next at least two years, he's, he's got three more years on his contract, but for at least the next two years, he's going to be the number one option and nobody's going to say that. The way that they're going to put it is more so not, hey, you can be the, you can be the number one option on this team right now. It's going to be you're going to be the number one option on this team after LeBron leaves or after LeBron retires or after LeBron is kind of moves into a secondary role to uh, to assist with that. Let's say it is Anthony Davis in 2020 after he can sign as a free agent. Great. Yes, Anthony Davis would become the number one option with LeBron being there to go back and forth with them. Whether I think that's the right move or not is a whole nother story, but at the same time, as long as you're keeping all the young guys there, I want to keep all four of those young guys together. I want to keep Ingram, Kuz, Lonzo and Hart, and I want them to all to be there and build around and keep LeBron there and bring it from within. Don't trade them because there's not that big trade that's out there because Anthony Davis is not going to happen. Uh, Christian Boss FM says, Paul George's agent hates the Lakers because of D'Lo and Randall. That's why we never had a chance. And Christian, do you know who that bo- that is? That's Aaron Mintz. Aaron Mintz is the is the is the is the guy. He's also it's Paul George. It's D'Lo. It's Randall. Um, it's also Trevor Ariza. And they just don't get along. And this is, I think, a big problem with what you're seeing from the Lakers front office is that Rob Palinka is that guy. And Rob Palinka is a former agent who does not get along with all those other former agents because they've he's whatever he's done to them in the past to get his clients the biggest money or whatever it was in in lieu of what their clients were going to get. So Aaron Mintz not happy with them, but apparently Rob Palinka doesn't really isn't very liked within the team isn't wasn't really liked within um the other front offices around the league he's not really liked in general because he's kind of shysty so that's kind of a big problem here uh ray l barbone says boogie 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 well yeah ray boogie is probably one of those guys that could but then you're not bringing in vucevic because you're not going to get two centers because that's just silly so you have to find a couple maybe boogie would be a guy but he's going to want a much bigger contract coming off of what's probably going to be another championship for uh, the Lakers moving forward. Or if not for the Lakers, sorry, excuse me, the Warriors. They're going to probably get another one. Robin Yeezy, Greg, did the Lakers bench Braun because they heard Giannis was out to secure a loss? Uh, no, I think he. I think they're going to just start really tapering down on LeBron's minutes. LeBron is at a point, right now, what, the Lakers are what? They're 31-40, and 40, 
I mean, they're in a they're in a really bad spot right now. So yes, they're they're just trying to lose games at this point, and I think that's pretty much what it is. This is a full on tank. They're not going to get anywhere between five and one, but most likely they could very easily get to uh, the six seed. Not even that easily, but they can just. All it takes is loss after loss and other guys winning ahead of them, which is probably going to happen. Especially, look, that's 71 games. You still got 11 more games just to get to that spot. They will. I think it's that's getting eighth seems about right for what we're going to see. Uh, Premier BI says Kuzma is the same age as Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Zoe is 21. Zoe has a higher ceiling. Um, yeah, Kuzma is 23. Giannis, I believe, is 25. Jokic, I believe, and Embiid. Embiid, maybe, but he, Embiid was also injured for the first couple of years of his career, too. Uh, Kuzma was a senior, whereas those guys came out very early. Uh, Embiid came out after his freshman year, just like... So, and those... And Giannis and Jokic came from other... But Kuzma, yes, he is older, but that's, I, that's why I'm not in agreement as much with Momo in that, whereas I say Brandon Ingram has the highest ceiling, then Lonzo then Kuzma, and then Hart, because I think Hart is just going to be that guy that's just going to be solid throughout. John Ireland put it best. I originally thought Derek Fisher, but John Ireland said Courtney Lee. He seems like that kind of guy, a guy that's just going to be there. Um, just going to be there throughout. He's 10 to 12 years, 3 and D guy, always tussles, always playing hard, just going to be a good all-around role player, and that's who he's going to be. Uh, big Games James. Space Jam 2. Do kids know who the Looney Tunes are? Yes, of course. Looney Tunes are still around. They didn't go anywhere. So, yes, of course they know who they are. D million ten. We getting the fourth pick and trading for AD. That's the plan. Um, that may be the plan, but it's probably not going to happen. Whether the plan is to trade for AD, the answer is they're not going to trade for AD. It's everything that you read, you can't believe everything that you read, but it does seem pretty much, you're going to have to, if you're going to get AD, you're going to have to trade Ingram, and now with Ingram with the clot, you don't know whether he's even able to move at this point because of that, which basically takes KD or AD off of off the list, and they're pretty much done. I think they're, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the front office has a little bit of sense that they're able to realize, okay, we have this core here, and you have to build. You have to be able to build to win championships, and that's what that's how these things work. Every team that wins championships builds from within and and just grows as a team together. It just really depends on who the coach is going to be, and that's a huge, huge question that I'm actually going to wait until Ramona comes back in here to really see what who she says is the right kind of guy. Uh, true Laker fan seven hundred two replace. Palinka go after David Griffin. David Griffin is, did a very good job. I think that he would fit well with this team. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get rid of Palinka, although there's you know been some there's been some backlash on him for what, the way that he signed guys, the, the, some of the things that he talks about, some of the things that he says, where he's saying things like you know it took months and months of of preparation and doing analytics to to settle on Lance Stevenson, Javale McGee, and Michael Beasley. That doesn't seem like a good and rondo yeah that doesn't seem like that was the best months and months of preparation there was it uh blake st Clair, harsh take but i think kuzma is hugely overrated i think it's likely he is at his ceiling now i don't know i don't necessarily agree with that blake because what you're seeing is yes his shooting it has been off but he's starting to move the ball around a little bit more and you're seeing him become more a little bit more of a playmaker which is kind of what you want him to be for this right now when your shots off you want him to be a, a playmaker and he's kind of doing that so hopefully that's what we're starting to see out of him franklin peanuts i think it's time to move past this trading the youngsters talk and build this team the right way that's basically franklin you're right that's kind of what i'm talking about here with you is that is the same thing is that yes we are moving past i think that's it because the only you have if you're going to move them you move them for the right guy the only guy that's the right guy is is Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis is not being traded for the most part so we're gonna move away from that um all right let's go back over here Ray El Barbone what do you make of Kobe's comments on LBJ passing him in scoring I mean look Kobe's Kobe was right and basically what Kobe said was that it's not about individual statistics it's about rings and that you need that LeBron needs to win rings in order to surpass Kobe in that sense um, we can argue all day long about who's the better player, who has the better, the better most dog in him, or whatever. But for the fact of the matter is, is that LeBron, as while he's been to eight straight finals, he has three wins in that time, and those are those are still really good numbers. 
Kobe has five, and Kobe stayed with one team. He didn't bounce around. I'll tell you this, though. If LeBron somehow, and he's going to be, they'll be better next year. I mean, I can't imagine that this team is going to be worse next year. It's, it's almost impossible. But LeBron, they're going to be better. If they win a champion, if LeBron wins a championship with a third team, if he wins a championship with the Lakers, you have to be able to move him past Kobe and everybody else. Four, it doesn't matter. He's go, He would win a championship with three teams. As much as I am not a big LeBron fan at the moment, as much as I don't, um, respect a lot of the things that LeBron is doing. I, that's me personally, but I just don't think it. that's just how that's going to be. Uh, let's see. Yes, AD, we'll wait, though, from Ms. J. Love 100. Yeah, look, you can wait at this point, but there's two. that's a two-sided dice, right? So I don't know if that's even a thing. Is two-sided dice a thing? Anyway, you can have Anthony Davis. You can trade for him, which is probably not going to happen, um, or you wait until 2020 and, and sign him as a free agent where he's saying that's what he wants to do anyway. That sounds fantastic, and I hope that it happens, and he just decides, I'm going to come to L.A. We've we've seen this movie before, though. Paul George said the exact same thing. I'm going to L.A. I'm going to be a Laker. He gets traded to Oklahoma City. He loves it in Oklahoma City, and now he's going to be an MVP. He's an MVP candidate right now because of how well he's playing in Oklahoma City. So this is a, an, a whole nother one. Again, this is – so are we going – we're risking Anthony Davis being traded to a team – that he enjoys and a team that he wants to stay with for for however long, and maybe that means not coming back to the Lakers uh, or coming to the Lakers at all. R. Henderson 311 on Instagram says, I agree the Lakers should keep the young core, but would you consider trading one or two? I think Ingram and a draft pick for for Beal would be a good trade. Uh, I, here's And we were talking about this just a little bit ago, but Brandon Ingram – is kind of damaged goods at this point. Um, I think we don't, and they don't know what's going to happen because it's a blood clot, because he had thoracic outlet syndrome, uh, syndrome because it was in his right shoulder, because it was uh, you know on a shooting arm, and everything that goes along with that, people aren't sure. And until he's actually back, 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 if we're going to be the Magic Johnson type, um, if he's once he's actually back, then we kind of know. But it's it's not going to be settled by the summer where you're going to want to trade him. So. Beal would fit perfectly with LeBron. Would Beal fit perfectly with Kuzma and Lonzo and those guys? Probably, but I think Ingram is 21 years old, and you're seeing what he can become when he's not injured. You can see that he's going to be – he can be a star. I I don't know if I would do it. I just – I mean, Beal is great. I just don't know if that's real, if it's even going to be a possibility. Caustic 187, Ingram is supposed to have a full recovery, I thought. Yes, he is. And Ramona, you may have missed it just a few minutes ago, Caustic, but when Ramona was in here, and she'll be back here any second now putting Daniel to sleep, her baby, um, she would uh, – she said the same thing. This, Yes, that's what the report was, but we've already seen a lot of reports that come out from the Lakers camp that's saying one thing, and it ends up being way, way longer or way, way worse. They're – over-promising and under-delivering opposed to under-promising and over-delivering. So that's one of the things. Do we know that Ingram is actually 100% right now? Do we know for sure that he's going to be back? Uh, let's see. This is Loso. Ingram and Zoe almost untradeable injury-prone. This is also something we were just talking about as well. And what I honestly, honestly, honestly believe is that they are just too young to call them injury-prone. I don't think that they're in their bodies yet. They're only in their second and third year in, in the NBA, and it takes a while to get the right body for the NBA game. A lot of guys, in the first two years, and this is what we said with Ramona, was the first two years of um, Giannis Antetokounmpo was that he was he looked thin, and he didn't look like he was going to be all that great. He didn't weren't sure what he was become. He wasn't into his body yet. Look at him now. He's a beast. He's a giant. He's, the guy is so good. And I'm not saying that Lonzo or Ingram are going to become Giannis levels, but he got he turned himself into that body. It takes a while for especially thinner guys to build into that body to be superstars. And so I think that we just need to wait. I It's a terrible way to put this, and a lot of Laker fans especially don't like it, but this is a type of game that you need to wait on these young guys to build their bodies. Look, D'Angelo Russell was a deep, was a decent shooter. He got better 
in Brooklyn because he was out out of the spotlight because he got his body up. He was not being he was not um, he became more of a leader. He was forced to be that leader on a bad team. And look what you see. And now he's all of a sudden a, he's in the playoffs and he's going and he's an all star. So those things happen. It takes a little while to get in. It takes years, three to five years to be where you need to be. They're nowhere near their prime. Where's the prime, right? Their prime, your prime is usually 26 to 28 to 32. They're 21 to 23. They're not at, they still need a few more years to get to where they need to be. Let's let them grow together because we're in a point in time where the Warriors aren't going to be losing when they have all Olympians. So let's really build from within and actually and have a long sustained, sustained run opposed to just bringing somebody in for a quick, quick fix with LeBron. It's just not the right way to go. Uh, let's see. I got, this is, this is Loso. Lakers have the worst record the last six seasons. Yes, they do. And you're also not keeping any continuity those last six seasons. Brandon Ingram is the longest tenured Laker. He's in his third year and we're threatening to trade him. And then it will only be second year players or first year players that are the longest tenured team. You don't build from with having nothing there that's been there for longer than a year. You need to have these guys around and playing together for longer periods of time. The Warriors weren't good right away. The Warriors took some time to get good. The Spurs, they always just kind of are always just fine uh, and or or fantastic. They're either fantastic or fine. There's no bad or, or starting over for them. Uh, Miss J Love 100 agreed totally. He developed, exactly, developed, and that's a key word right there, developed. Uh, let's see, Carlos Orozco, I don't think Boston is going to end up trading Tatum for AD. Well, th and that's the biggest thing is if Kyrie stays, then maybe they do trade Katie Tatum for AD. And if they don't, we'll see. And now Ramona is coming back in. How is Daniel? How is the Me? putting to sleep? Asleep. Out. Out. That's all it took, huh? Mm -hmm. Look at that. Right, Makes well, we, me sleepy, too. <laughs> we got the shusher on. Oh, I know. Well, you you're know like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I'm only here for another, like, 10, 15, 20 minutes, something like that. Don't, don't worry. Then you can go write to bed or start no, writing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, That's when I get my work done now. Yeah. Now, this is when well, you Daniel do. Daniel goes to sleep. It's like, okay, now mommy gets some work done. Yeah. What time do you normally go to bed? Uh, two o'clock. Two o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> two o'clock. <laughs> well, That's actually, two yeah. would be kind of early to be honest. <laughs> like still... lately, I've been. It's been more like three-ish. Right. Because I tend to. I have a lot of work right now. Yeah. Well, you. Yeah, you have like seventeen right stories and having to go on TV and go on the radio. Well, don't worry. You don't have to come on Mason Island Sorry. for the next three days. But yeah. I may call you anyway, you know. so you might have to come. All right. So what a lot of people are wondering yeah. is because, uh, because Luke Walton is gone end of this year right he's done i'm not going to say anything there because right well, you, that's you can you, only say so much yes from you, what i understand from what i, I read think, i honestly don't think that you can say say that until it's like okay. i said in the show today it's like the princess bride okay you're right. either to me there's no mostly dead here no no that's I'm, a, true. I'm a reporter i i don't deal in that's in rabies and yeah it's yeah. a great movie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right you're either dead or, or, or alive you're right. not mostly dead or so almost, he's mostly still technically alive. alive okay so yeah. then in that things sense, change i've just seen so many things happen in my life totally and my career that like i never will go there right okay yeah. fair so okay. then let's talk about Luke himself then. Okay. And what have you seen? What have been the what have you seen that he's done positively and what have mm -hmm. you seen that he has been deficient at? I mean, I'll I'll tell you um he's done a really good job building relationships for players. Which is a big the Guys part of being on the team really like him. I mean, you know, Raj, Rajon Rondo said to me the other day, he goes, "He's the best coach I've ever played for." Players coach, best coach I've ever played for. Wow. Like, I, you know, Kyle Kuzma swears by him, loves him. Mm -hmm. I actually think he has a really good relationship with LeBron with LeBron. Um, LeBron, do, the the difference is LeBron's not throwing himself in front of any buses, right? Right. I mean, he hasn't really had <laughs> no. any public declarations, and and that would be very against that. type for LeBron to yeah. do something like that. Okay. Um, but I think the guys really like him. I think they trust him. I think what Luke's done pretty well is um, he's he's generally pretty honest with the guys. He's pretty um, real about things. I don't know who's here. Yeah. Hopefully, my oh. husband will get that. Into <laughs> my and house not, right now at right, 15. Maybe yeah. maybe where I parked. I don't know. Hopefully, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, anything too bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but so where so deficiently, what has been the problem that Luke has? And like on the floor. Yeah, like I on think the you floor. could. I think you could. Um, you know, he runs an offense that's. You know, this idea that it's like the Warriors' offense. In a way, it Without is. Lonzo, you can't have the Warriors' offense. Yeah, and it's also when you have a guy like LeBron James, like, to, for the Warriors' offense to work, the reason why it works is because Steph Curry is the type of guy who can 
who is really unselfish and plays up the ball and reads and reacts. It's a read-react offense, right? It's a so flow same play. offense. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I have with LeBron, right? And right. I think the, probably the biggest problem, if you look at how the Lakers operated this year and how they ran their team this year, was that they didn't start playing through LeBron from the jump. This idea that LeBron was going to be more of a finisher, he, was, he wanted to get out and run, and that Lonzo and Rondo were going to be the guys who – were the point guards and then took like 15 20 games and everybody realized like yeah no lebron's yeah. gonna play the, the way lebron plays how much of that is on luke i don't know right. I, don't, I don't think it's really on him in the sense that this was kind of how the team was constructed and there was this idea that that's how lebron wanted to play right? right but he signed off on this team he signed off on ball handlers so he could play off ball yeah and that's what the roster was constructed under without shooters but guys that yeah. were going to run the we're going to so, play with the ball in their hands so he could, didn't have so to. So two things happened. Um, the Lakers made an organizational decision not to give contracts out more than one year. Right, right? because Rob Blinka invented salary cap. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a, saying that. They made yeah. an organizational decision not to go beyond one year in their deals, right? right? Yeah. Um, and that limits your market. That limits the type of players you're going to get. Yep. Um, could they have done better in assembling a team? Absolutely. I right. think that when you go and deconstruct how this team was put together, as I think there's been some really good writing on that. Bill Orem sent some stories, the Katie mm -hmm. Brothers for The Athletic, et cetera. It's all yeah. written Kevin about Arnovitz is written. Yeah, Arnovitz. Yeah. Like, like, it really wasn't the young guys. Like, you know, a lot of it feels like, yeah, oh, failure well. of the young guys. It was, it was the veterans who really didn't deliver. And right. um, the veterans that they signed on those one-year deals, like this team was poorly constructed. The, the whole thought process behind it didn't work out. Um, and it all fell apart when LeBron and Rondo especially got injured. So, but they had limited options. If you're only signing guys on one-year deals, that like, what types of players are available? Right. Who's available? You're not gonna get Bogdanovich from Indiana. No. That was a target of theirs. You're, you know, the uh, even to go back a year before that. Um, well, like, we'll you know, think, you, let's talk they, about they Brooke Lopez. George Hill, Brooke you Lopez. had, Bro you had yes. Brooke Lopez There's in the building. There's a few inexcusable things. Right. And I think that what happened with Brooke Lopez and also the way the Julius Randle thing played out, um, in when you look back in hindsight, are pretty inexcusable. Right. right? I mean, I, you lost Julius Randle, who had a really good year, year for you, but you didn't just lose him because he signed with another team. He asked the Lakers to renounce him. They didn't right. have to. They didn't yeah. have to renounce Julius Randle. They could Randall. have brought him back, yeah. They, or they could have matched the offer. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a strictly free agent. So right. whatever he signed, you know, I, I suppose you don't want players who don't want to be there. So if he asks you to renounce him, it means he doesn't want to be there with you. But you don't have to. No. And, and uh, you know, uh, you can make an argument there's a good business decision to, to just let him well, go. He wanted but money. I mean, he wanted the to. The offer, the Lakers offer, was very similar to what the Pelicans did. Right. It was the, the, the when I, but re on I remember. on a one-year deal, right? Was it one year or two? I think it was. I, think it was I don't one know year the deal. exact yeah. thing. Okay, but to be I believe honest, but from what I understand, from what I remember, and I could be totally off. Yeah. Was it was a one year deal? He took a two year deal. Yeah, with but the Pelicans are the same. But it's very, the same thing. It's a but, team option. Yeah, but team option, right? And I, or a so he option. and he played so well this year yeah. that he's going to get a lot of money. So I would actually counter that. I think okay. that he played just as well this year as he did last year. Right. I think he showed just as much this year as he did last year. Agreed. It's just a different market. Yep. Everybody's got cap space this year. Yeah. And last year they didn't. Right. Well, last year when we I talked when we were talking about Lakers yeah. stuff last year, not you, but like on shows yeah. and everything, and people would write in. They would all they compared, not joking. Mm -hmm. They compared. Julius Randle to Eldon Campbell in his contract year. Hmm. That was exactly what they would would say. Would say you're like this is just like the yeah. Eldon Campbell years, and they were okay. Yeah, let him go because he's Eldon Campbell. Yeah, and now you see how great he's still playing, and he deserves the money. It's like oh well, bring him back, bring him back, bring him back. So I think there was a yeah, lot. Yeah, I mean, I, you but know, I, I I don't blame him for wanting to go somewhere so he can re show off his skills and say look look I can do this. And also, make he his just money. didn't feel like the Lakers believed in him. It, I mean, well, people, that's why you didn't you, give him a one year deal. When you feel like, well, and this happened twice because they didn't one you didn't do an extension, right? And then you didn't want to give him more than one year guarantee, and it's sort of like a thanks you had a great year, let's go do it again next year. Right. And and I think the other thing, and I I went back and looked at some of my reporting on this because. So many things happen that you forget exactly what you reported at the time. Right. Um, I remember reporting at the time that he didn't think the role the Lakers had for him was going to be a good one. He didn't think the role he would have with this LeBron team was going to be the, a good role for him. Now, 
looking back at how this team ended up coming out, oh man, he would have been a monster. He would have been huge. Small in this. ball five alongside LeBron in that, that, that lineup. That can go. That can shoot threes. Wow. And shooting them much better this year. Yeah, I mean, he was try. He was. I remember being at the Laker facility with Mason in Ireland, and all I saw was by himself Julius Randle shooting threes over and over and mm-hmm. over again, and that was it. So he's trying to build that part of his game because that's yeah. the way that the game goes. I think you know when you think about LeBron and the way that he, you know, like, the, you know, there's a lot of running for the hills right now. Everybody's kind of, right. you know, who, whose idea was it? LeBron signed off, yada, yada, yada. Right. There's a lot of blame game going on now right. of how this roster was constructed and whose ideas, et cetera. But um, one thing I will say is that having covered LeBron not just here but throughout his career, right. um, he has always been looking for a guy who can do for him what Dwayne Wade did in Miami. Well, and so when so many Dwayne Wade's right, he's a Hall of Famer, <laughs> right? Um, but when when the, the idea that you know LeBron talked about high IQ guys, yeah, he's thinking about Dwayne Wade, right? He's thinking about well, Chris. Lonzo's Ball. a high IQ guy. He's a very high IQ guy. Yeah. So is Rondo. Yeah. Um, but when he talks about playmaking, can Dwayne Wade play that role? Kyrie Irving played that role, right? And the idea in LeBron's mind is that the offense does function better when it runs through LeBron. It just does. Right. It's just that he's a six foot nine power forward who's really more like a point forward. You've seen his numbers every single night. He, to me, when I think when I see LeBron, I see Magic Johnson. Yeah. He just calls himself a forward and not a guard, but he has this very similar game in the sense that he he's a playmaker. Right. Offense runs through him. So the idea that you would go get other playmakers is really this this idea from LeBron that he needs someone else who can make plays so that it's not all on him every single night, but that someone is not necessarily a Rondo or a Lon- or Alonzo, it's somebody in the uh, Kyrie, Dwayne Wade well, mold. It's, it's, Kuz- how- it's Kuzma or Ingram, and Kuzma was playing, especially in December. December Kuz was a real thing. Yeah, that he was playing fantastic and, and off ball injuries. with yeah. yeah. And then Ingram was playing really, really well. Yeah. In in the time that in he flashes. was right in flashes, but with LeBron yeah. the, towards the end there. Yeah. So yeah, injuries kind of took that apart, but. Those, do you think either one of those guys can become the Dwayne Wade, the Kyrie, to LeBron? Okay, so Dwayne Wade and Kyrie are Hall of Famers. Correct. So not those, not to that level. But I mean, they're so twenty-one do I think they're to twenty-three. All of famers? No, no, they're twenty-one to twenty-three. But do I think that one or both could be All Stars one day? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I think I've seen enough from both of them in flashes to say maybe. Um, I both, I think they're both winning basketball players. To me, um, Kuzma in his ideal role feels like heat check guy, like kind of like Lou Williams. Yeah. Like a off the bench six man heat check kind of guy. Th- that's saying a lot. Yeah, well, that's he, a, that's he a great to, role for him. Lou Williams didn't get good for the next until like three years ago. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> yeah in, in this in this role that he's in right now, right, right. perfect. I mean, him and Montrose Harrell in the pick and roll is yeah. like right. virtually it's, it's unstoppable. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so but that's yeah. I got. I was thinking about this, and I I haven't really talked about it with anybody, but I was thinking about it. So what do you, LeBron? Really is from Cleveland. He obviously loves the city, mm-hmm. and he, the city loves him, and all that. No matter what, he can't do. He can do no wrong. Miami loved him because he was bringing championships. The not one, not two, mm-hmm. not three. They loved him right away. L.A. never really took hold of of LeBron. They, no. they were, people hated him right off the bat. You're not Kobe. You know they never really hated him. But has he ever do, on from what you've seen? Has he really embraced L.A. himself? Not yet. He hasn't, right? No, I mean, and I think. Some of that is is um, he kind of knows it as a Kobe's town, right? So the but idea is, but why not try and take there, or or try and just uh, you know be there, be like yeah, go, but you gotta like, earn show it. up at Blaze Pizza when you first so get here. so yeah. I think if you were to go back and look at these things, I think he should have probably done that. Yeah, and it would have uh, been huge. It would have been big. Those things would be big, but I I think for LeBron it was a sort of like let me earn my. Let me. I'll show you on the court. Let me earn my keep. Let me earn your respect, as opposed to let me demand your respect or ask for your respect. Yeah. You know, look. If they would have won, it would have worked out. Yeah. I look, think it, I just keep here. coming out. You know, we wouldn't be getting upset with LeBron if there if they were in the playoffs in the five yeah. seed. I mean, he, the 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 truth is, this is what happens when you join a franchise like the Lakers yep. later in your career, where all your equity, all your best years, all your accomplishments happen elsewhere. And so the fans in Los Angeles have a tremendous respect for LeBron. I, you know, I was there the night that he passed Jordan, and mm-hmm. people gave him a nice applause. But it wasn't like love; it was more like admiration, respect. Did he raise his hand to them? Yeah. To the fans. Yeah. Did he? Okay. Yeah. I didn't see it. He did. Um, 
I, I, I wasn't I, sure. I think he did. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, think I so. mean, yeah. Um, but I, I don't think he. It's just sort of like you know, he's. It's to me, it's David Beckham coming to the galaxy. Yeah, just know, kind of ending his career. So okay, so if it's you're a saying golden it's, years contract. Okay, if it's a golden years contract, so then it's. Jordan in Washington, where we look back and we think to ourselves, I don't ever want to remember Jordan wearing a Wizards uniform. Yeah, it's just a footnote. Yeah. Is that, is that what we're we'll kind see. of getting ourselves, or possibly getting ourselves into? Is we'll see. Is LeBron in a Lakers uniform? Ooh, we don't want to remember LeBron in a Lakers I uniform. I think LeBron, uh, physically and performance-wise, is far ahead of where, right now, is far was? better than where Jordan sure. was when he was in Washington. Absolutely. I mean, LeBron, when he's healthy, is still, in my mind, the best player in the game. Right. I think in a lot of other people's mind, he's still the best. He's but we just haven't seen a whole lot of him this year because he was hurt. Yeah, because he was hurt. All right, well, let's see. we got Norman Kane is saying, Momo, if you were the GM, what moves would you make to turn the Lakers into an elite team going back to the finals? I That's would, a great question. Honestly, I would um, just kind of get basketball players. Yeah. I think this star hunting thing that they've been doing um, – I, I, I just I, I think it's hurt him. It hurt him this year. Uh, if you star hunt this summer and you don't get the players you think you're gonna get or you want to get, um, I think you're in trouble. And you and you could potentially waste two years of LeBron James's prime right. that you won't get back. Right. And so I think there's a lot of you know they've been reluctant to trade for players who have money left on their deals because you want to preserve the cap space. They've been sort of reluctant to give money to players who are sort of not superstar level, mm-hmm. I think you have to reconsider that. And you have to have a pretty darn good read on who you, unless you have a great read on one of the free agents. So instead of getting one guy to a max contract, would you take two lesser guys? Yeah, just you better not be Mozgov and Dang. <laughs> right. Well, okay, I mean, that's sure, kind of sure. what happened. Yeah, no, that's like, absolutely. Like, you know, in a lot of ways, like Magic and Rob Polinka are doing the exact same thing that Jim, and, that Jim and Mitch did towards the end of their tenure. Um, and cap space is, you know, the land of eternal hope, right? Right. You can sell cap space for a long time because it's like it's, every team has it though. Yeah. And they have two especially spots. Especially this year. Yeah. And if you're trying to sell cap space, if you're trying to sell opportunity going forward, you have to have a great young team, and you have to have a great, you have to have to the free agents these days. You have to have a place where they feel like they can win. It can't just be this is L.A. You can play with LeBron. I think the Lakers have a lot more to sell now than they did back in the Jim Mitch era. Right. But Season like this doesn't help. No, doesn't, and that takes it to then. Ray Barbone says, "Love to hear Ramona's take on the Lakers core versus the Boston core debate." So let's say it seems like the Anthony Davis trade is not going to happen, but let's say it, you have both franchises at just mm-hmm. how it is, and both teams are willing to give away whatever they want. Which team would New Orleans have the better would, would take the better deal? What's the better deal for New Orleans, Boston or LA with the young guys? It's tough, right? That's a yeah. that's extremely tough. Well, the question. injury to um, the injury to Ingram complicates Ch- that. Changes question. everything because with yeah, with the injury to Ingram, you he's it's off the table. I also don't know that you can count on Jason Tatum really being available in that deal. Right. I mean, I you know, if I'm Boston, I don't offer Ingram. No. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't Why offer Tatum, Tatum no. at this stage. Why would Why? you? Yeah. Because your your biggest competition was the Lakers, and you, they didn't do the trade with the Lakers. Right. So. Why would you then make your best offer then? Who, where else is the where else is the leverage coming from? Which is Danny Ainge just kind of fleecing another team. Yeah, it's pretty damn smart <laughs> on Boston's part. Right, that's why. Yeah, just all wait, wait. To, we'll Boston give, we'll give Tatum. Do. We will. We will. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah oh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to anymore. Yeah, now we can't. <laughs> now we can't because we don't have assurances on Kyrie. You know, I mean, right. they may have to make that trade at draft day. Right. You may have to trade. You have to, they may have to do that trade. I mean, I, I would think the most likely time for that trade to happen would right. be. In and around the draft, right? Uh, and if it doesn't happen, then then it could happen afterwards. Also, it doesn't mean it has to happen, but that's a, that's a normal time. So if you're Boston, I'm not putting Tatum Tatum in a deal before I know if I'm keeping Kyrie. No, yeah, you can't. If, you, I, if I, no Kyrie, there's no AD, so it doesn't make any sense. So, so okay, best guess. Mm-hmm. Where's Anthony Davis next year? I'm not gonna do that. All right, okay, no, totally fine. Can't do that. No, you know, no, sorry, sorry, you're not allowed crazy. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona says yeah, that Anthony no. Davis is going to yeah. the Clippers. Yeah. No, again. <laughs> sorry, that's yeah. just hey, feel free to say that whenever you want. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, you need you need a Showtime Forum hat. The Dodger dude says I would love a Showtime Forum hat. Okay, <laughs> you see you idea. see that new logo? Check out that yeah, logo. That's nice. I like that logo. Uh, let's see. The Dodgers. We need an elite coach, elite shooter, elite defender. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, great. Of course we do. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Shane K. Lee, yes, Momo. I've been telling people that Majinka are no better than Jim Buss. Well, well, we're, not, we're not going that come on far. Now. Yeah, they're not. Come yeah. on now. Jim Buss. And... They did get LeBron. Yes. And they did clear all the cap space necessary to get LeBron. And part of having discipline, and I'm not, this is not me defending. Mm. We got one minute, by the way. One minute left in here. Okay. Yeah. Um, part of having discipline is sticking to your guns about keeping your cap space. When everyone and their mother wants you to go and give up said Cavs, basically, go get a better team. Right. So if they get a great free agent this year, whether, you know, one of the free agents that's out there, if they get somebody great, right. it will have been worth it. Yes. If they don't, then you can say it wasn't worth it. Yeah, exactly. Right? All right, well, that's it. We, are, we only have about 30 seconds okay. left, so I just want to say thank you all for being here on Showtime Forum's first show as the post-game show for Showtime Forum. And um, thank you very You're much, welcome. Ramona. I appreciate it. I'm so happy that you were able to help me out with this. You Sorry Danny awesome. couldn't make his appearance. I know. I wanted to Danny went in, He went in and he was crying and all that. And I went in and he was – they were, my husband was putting all the bedtime lotion on him, you know, and I was, he wasn't exactly dressed, so I, you know. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I will be back on Thursday. Ramona will not, but it's okay. Uh, but I'll be back on Thursday. Thank you guys so much for being with us, and that's going to do it for us. We are out of here. See you.